And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate. It's all about helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'd love for you to save our hotline number in your phone. Reach out and connect with us and support the local economy here by supporting the Consumer Quarterback Show partners and on-air expert contributors. 813-750-0550 is our hotline. You can call or text the hotline. You used to call me on my cell 813-750-0550, consumerqb.com. Uh, you can see links there to all of our expert contributors. Connect with us online and also see previous show video content on the website, consumerqb.com. And we got a great lineup for you today. Uh, we've got Mold Zero on the program as well. We're going to hear from Rusty Tweed. He is the founder of Mold Zero. Shane So Cash back on the program as well. David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. We love to talk to him about his business and also alternative investment opportunities. Of course, since you see the challenges going on with the American dollar and, and the inflation going on right now, we're going to give you some ideas, some options, maybe potentially to invest in precious metals and other uh, commodities and jewelry. And also Millie Athanason, attorney Millie Athanason, that is law offices of Millicent Athanason uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. She's going to talk about alimony, the dreaded A-word, alimony, uh, when it comes to divorces. So that's all coming up for you here on the program. Plus, we have a feel-good story of the day. This California Creek bed was a wildfire risk. Then the beavers went to work. So find out about that uh, in our feel-good story of the day. This segment is brought to you by the Billmar Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. is the beautiful Billmar Beach Resort over on Treasure Island, Florida. You hear Clyde Smith calling in, giving, giving us our beach update. Uh, well, you can rent a room and stay with him over at the Billmar Beach Resort. Uh, not a cookie-cutter hotel. 90% of the rooms overlook the beautiful uh, beaches of treasure island and it's just a great place to live work and play here uh, in tampa bay so whether you're enjoying it from out of town or having a local staycation they've got two pools on site sloppy joe's beach bar and restaurant and serving breakfast seven days a week bill Maher beach resort the official hotel partner of the consumer quarterback show and we like to feature our real estate listings on the program uh, we've got a property here at 117 14th street in bel-air this is a beautiful opportunity, $1.2 million listing of mine, double lot property. You've got two lots, pool, four bedrooms, three bath, almost 2,800 square feet, $1.2 million, jetted bathtub, temperature-controlled wine closet, covered lanai, minutes from the beaches, and you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. This is God's country. All right, we're going to uh, make our introductions uh, in studio here. We're going to go ahead and introduce introduce uh, Rusty Tweed, Mold Zero. Give us a little teaser of what you're going to talk about today, my friend. Yeah, well, as you mentioned, I'm the, the founder of Mold Zero, and uh, my wife and I actually started this company seven years ago. So I was going to give everybody a little bit of feel of, of how it started because my wife had health issues, and that's how we stumbled on this whole technology and led to Mold Zero. Nice. Okay, so something... They say sometimes say entrepreneurship is born of necessity, so that proves it with your story. Yeah, no question. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Mold Zero 
uh, founder, Rusty Tweed, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Coming up as well as Shane Socash, but we're going to kick it off with Millie Athanason, attorney Millie Athanason. Tell me what's going on on your side, Millie. Well, I was going to talk a little bit today about alimony, the dreaded A-word that people don't like to deal with in a divorce. Um, unfortunately, it, it does happen. There are there's been several movements to limit or otherwise do away with alimony in the state of Florida. But for right now, alimony is still alive and kicking and is definitely an issue. So the, the main thing you have to look at or the first thing you have to look at is the length or what we call the duration of the marriage. So typically, if your marriage is less than seven years, it's considered a short-term marriage. If it's between seven or over seven but less than 17 years, it's considered a moderate-term marriage. And if it's a long-term marriage, that would be considered anything over 17 years. And the reason why those um, the duration is as a distinguishing factor is it because it talks about or limits the types of alimony that you can apply for, that you can actually receive in a, in a dissolution of marriage action. But some of the factors that the court does look at, of course, is the duration of the marriage it, itself. Another thing that the court looks at is the standard of living that the parties have established and enjoyed during their marriage. So, I mean, if this was an upper-middle-class lifestyle or a lower-middle-class lifestyle or whatever it is, what are the normal expenditures that a party uh, engaged in during their marriage? Did they take numerous vacations? Did they shop at Walmart or did they shop at boutiques? You know, that type of a thing. Um, each party's age and general well-being, you know, if a certain party has a, a serious health issue that would prevent him or her working or continuing to work at the same pace that they have during the marriage. That's certainly a, a very, you know, important factor. Also, too, you know, some parties are not educated and some parties are educated. So if somebody's educated, presumably they may have more job opportunities than people that are not educated or their earning potential would be different. So that's something that the court definitely looks at. Um, the court also looks at the income and financial resources of each of the parties, and that would include even non-marital assets that a party may have. Because, again, alimony is based predominantly on the need of the receiving spouse and the ability to pay of the paying spouse. So if you're looking at that, then you obviously want to look at what income or financial resources each party has. If the person that's asking for alimony, you know, has a bank account somewhere with a million dollars in it, the question becomes, well, what need do they legitimately have for alimony? Because they've already got a, a stash of money sitting someplace else. So that's certainly important. Um and then how the division of the property may impact, like, tax considerations, uh, because one party may incur a significant tax liability, let's say, for keeping the marital home or interest in a business or what have you. So that's mm -hmm. something also to look at. It used to be in the old days that alimony was tax deductible to the uh, paying spouse and taxable income to the receiving spouse, but that was done away with a couple of years ago. So now there are, it's kind of like in the same category as child support as far as 
um, it, it's not no longer tax deductible by the paying party. Um, the, the court's also going to look at each party's education and skill set uh, and what job opportunities they may have. If you have, say, the biggest case of alimony here a lot are these stay-at-home moms, so they didn't work during the course of the marriage, and now the children are grown, and they're in their 50s or 60s, and they have never worked outside of the home. And so that's certainly an issue that, that comes up quite a bit. And that's something that the court is going to look at because somebody that's 55 or 60 that's never worked outside of the home doesn't have any work experience and they may be a harder sell for uh, very good employment. Um, responsibilities regarding child care and custody are also taken into consideration. If, For example, if there's a special needs child and somebody has to stay home to care for that particular child, their job opportunities obviously are going to be limited. So that's something that we look at. And also, to the contributions that each party made to the marriage. That even includes services for homemaking, child care, and assisting the other party in building their career. So if you hear one, well, I stayed home with the kids so, you know, my wife could uh, – go out and, um, you know, get her education and become a doctor or what have you. So, right. um, yeah, that that can also be something that the court is going to look at. So it's, it's a big word. It's a bad word. But there's so many factors that go into determining alimony. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a pretty complex thing. And when you look at the, the courts, you know, they're trying to uphold justice. And when you look at uh, what is, what is considered justice? It's there's a lot of factors that you just you just went through very very eloquently. You know the different um, types of considerations that a judge and um, you know the legal side is going to look at income, education, uh, the need to receive the contributions, the education levels, uh, the history yeah. of the relationship, and yeah, and you you've heard that one a lot too, or seen that play out. Uh, the example you gave where. You know, one one party might be the housemaker and the other party went through law school and now they've got great earning potential and the other party right. not so much because they gave uh, – they put in the um, – they made sacrifices along those years. Right. And so the court looks at that, you know, because remember the – a divorce court is a court of equity. So your marriage is not based on a contractual obligation. So, like, you know, if you're looking at a breach of contract action, obviously there's very clear-cut laws. With the alimony statute or with family law, since it's a court of equity, the court has to use these factors as guidelines. But as long as they make factual findings within those guidelines, they do have latitude to make an award or an amount that they believe is appropriate under the circumstances. So it, it's got a lot of if to it, if you will. Yeah, I understand. And and we're talking with attorney Millie Athanason here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, longtime friend of the program, law offices of Millicent Athanason and online at athanasonlaw.com. Uh, talk about a little bit about some of the misconceptions people have, not only about alimony, but also uh, before uh, the, the wedding even takes place, the prenuptial agreements. And I know there's also a postnuptial agreement. Mm -hmm. What are some of the misconceptions there, Millie? Well, I think, you know, a, a lot of times people think that if they have a, a prenuptial agreement, they'll never have to pay alimony. And 
you really have to be careful how those documents are drafted and what the conditions are. And the big thing that happens is a lot of times when people are drafting them, they don't fully disclose their financial assets. And courts have come in and continuously held that if you didn't disclose your assets at the time that you were making the prenuptial agreement, that the other party wouldn't have had equal bargaining power. So they're not going to uphold those provisions because of that. So you really do have to make sure that you have an attorney when you're getting a prenuptial agreement and that it's done with all of the formalities to give you the best chance so that it doesn't come back to bite you and that it is legally enforceable. Um, that, I mean, to me, that's the biggest thing. But a lot of times people just don't disclose what they have. Oh, well, the other party doesn't need to know about that. Well, the, the court's going to come back and bite you for that. So you definitely want to make sure that you have full disclosure when you're asking somebody to give up their rights to something. They need to know what it is that they're giving up. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Making sure, yeah, uh, you got to fully disclose. That's a very similar situation in real estate. People don't disclose the capacity of the property or the the, the underlying issues with the the uh, property. Uh, you know, I know there was a story some years back. I think it was up in Pasco County. Somebody didn't disclose that it was an actual sinkhole home, and then eventually it came out, and that person got caught and got thrown in jail, I believe. Right. Yeah. And, and so all kinds of things can happen. But I always say full disclosure is definitely your best policy. Uh, and also, you want to make sure that you not only disclose them, but you talk about the value of the assets and what's going to happen if the, in, if the asset earns money just passively. In other words, nobody right. did anything. The market just went up or something like that. So how is that going to be treated? So you want to make sure that your your prenuptial agreement addresses those issues. I know that sometimes it's kind of hard to foresee every potential issue, but there is a laundry list of issues that come up that have been litigated over and over again. So there's a really good body of case law on them. So we try to, to at a minimum, address those issues that come up with Right. so that you don't fall into the pit. Yeah, that makes sense. So if anybody out there listening, or I know in previous shows, I got calls after uh, segments like this where they would say, yeah, my son's going through this situation, and, and this is the scenario that played out. Uh, reach out. We'd love to have you talk to uh, Millie Athanason, Athanason Law here uh, on the Consumer Quarterback Show. She's one of our legal contributors on the program and, again, a local uh, area contributor to the program, local area business. So supporting the local economy by supporting the radio family here at Salem Media. We greatly appreciate those uh, that reach out to the hotline, 813-750-0550, call or text. And no matter what industry you're looking for, we've got about 50 different show partners, 80 different categories of consumer advocate content and advice that we cover. And we have the expert contributors that can help you with those different areas. All types of great attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, home service related companies, contractors, of course, and lots of niche business as well, like self-defense and um you know, mixed martial arts, those types of things. So reach out to the hotline, 813-750-0550. Call or text in consumerqb.com. Uh, Millie, we're coming into our end of our segment here. Final thoughts uh, from you, uh, Attorney Millie Thanison. Yes, well, if you are, are contemplating getting a divorce, I think you should, at a minimum, talk to somebody. Uh, don't just take it into your own hands and do a do-it-yourself divorce. 
because you're going to miss a lot of the issues. As you can just hear from what we talked about today, some of these factors are very complex. So having somebody walk you through them, explaining these things to you, analyzing these things for you is very, very important. And I'm certainly available to help in that regard. Um, my number is 727-376-9100 or 833-ASK-MILLY. And I'd love to hear from you. 833-ASK-MILLY. I love that number. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. Attorney <laughs> Millie Athanason, reach out if you have a divorce, family law question, alimony, child support, all of those questions, reach out and don't do it yourself. Too many people are trying to do it themselves. We see it in the real estate space, uh, you know, people yeah. people trying to do it themselves. Um you know, this National Association of Realtors statistics on for sale by owners are uh, pretty dismal. They, they look like uh, about 7 to 8% of those for sale by owners actually sell. And of those 7 to 8% that tried to sell, uh, that sold, uh, about 50% of those sell to a friend or family member below uh, what the actual price could have been if they would have used a realtor. So uh, don't do it on your own. Reach out to Attorney Millie Athanason, Law Offices of Millicent Athanason. Thanks, Millie. Thank you, Brandon. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, my pleasure. Coming up, we got Shane SoCash as well. He's the owner of David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. We're going to talk about precious metals, jewelry design, some of his recent success stories and estate sales as well uh, with David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. And we'll be right back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rhymes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. 
online at consumerqb.com. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here. Consumer quarterback show, platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty, top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay. We help our sellers profit more by featuring their listings live on air on our syndicated radio and TV show, 85 outlets worldwide, including Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, and of course on our YouTube channel, you can see 1,200 plus videos there, Brandon Rimes Realty on YouTube. Uh, We've got a property at 1,200 Gulf Boulevard, number 1805. This is a gorgeous penthouse opportunity on Sand Key, Clearwater Beach, number one beach destination in the world. Uh, nearly 4,000 square feet, three-bedroom suites. You've got an office as well. Gulfside balconies, 1,100-square-foot terrace, garage, parking space, storage, resort-style amenities, and 1,200 Gulf Boulevard, number 1805. Clearwater is a great property right here on the beach. And you walk out. The best part is you walk out, you get the pool, got the barbecue areas, private entryway and deck, and then you got the sugar sand beaches and dolphin-filled waters of Clearwater Beach, top beach destination in the world. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, all right. We have our friend Shane SoCash joining us on the program. David Reynolds, Jewelry and Coin. He's the owner. Hey, Shane. Hey, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing great, my friend. And yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Good to hear. What's going on in your world? Uh, selling gold, selling gold and silver. Yep. Uh, uh, new thing is that uh, what is uh, referred to as the Type 2 Silver and Gold Eagles have been released by the U.S. Mint. They're one-ounce coins, uh, and the first change ever uh, since the inception of the Silver and Gold Eagles in 1986, um, halfway through 2021, we got a new design. So they've been pretty hot. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So precious metals are, are a great alternative, uh, and a lot of people are interested in they're kind of looking at that relationship between gold and silver. They're thinking, you know, there might be more value in the silver side of things. Well, you know, silver is is easy for anyone. You, you know, it's, uh, you know, 30-something dollars gets you an ounce, so just about anyone can afford to dabble in it, you know, unlike approaching 2,000 an ounce for gold. Um, it is believed, like, uh, a big contingent of, of my clients that, you know, live this stuff, uh, they believe that the ratio is um, further off. Well, it is true that it's further off the gold-to-silver ratio than it has ever been, and they feel that a correction should come. And if that correction is in the form of silver gaining on gold, um, then then silver would be a fantastic bet. And what's your thoughts on platinum? I love platinum. I, you know, we've spoke about it in the past. Platinum is a metal um, that does things no other metal can do, um, um, like unique things. Uh, and is I believe, and it's so far under gold right now, which is historically insane for platinum. You know, uh, platinum's around eleven hundred an ounce right now. Gold is around eighteen hundred an ounce, and typically that's flip flopped. You know, the last time there was a run on metals. Platinum was at 2,400, where gold, uh, you know, topped out at about 1,800. Um, so I think there's room there. someday, uh, someday, um, you know, or uh, they're going to find a use for it, and and when that happens, it'll run the prices up. Yeah, once the utility, I believe, is discovered, and you're seeing too, I believe that's what's driving a lot of the silver is the cell phones, the laptops, the, the different types of batteries. There's a 
there's a huge utility for silver. Is that right? That's absolutely right. So all of the noble metals that we deal with, you know, primary, well, so palladium, platinum, silver, and gold um, have utility and and have unique properties. Um, you know, we're seeing that now. I think uh, with palladium, I think we're hearing now an uptick in catalytic converters being stolen because of uh, palladium being so high. Used oh, to wow. be. Yeah, used to be palladium was a fraction of platinum, uh, so they, you know, they switched over to palladium to make some of these industrial uh, items, and now palladium's way up. So. Wow, interesting. This is our short segment here, Shane. Uh, we're going to come right back more with Shane Socash here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into a different part of his business. He also does some really cool designs. Uh, he's got GIA certified uh, folks that work with him there. And I want to ask him about some of his estate sales and also other success stories here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Plus, our feel-good story of the day coming up about wildfire risk and then the beavers went to work. Find out about that here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Wright. Get in touch with Brandon. Call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, we're back here. Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty, giving a shout out to Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. Uh, you know, I just went over it and visited with the nurse over at the Gandhi location, Replenish IV Solutions, and they hooked me up with the vitamin infusion drip. I've got those great vitamins in my body now. I feel great, and it's increasing the crucial vitamins and nutrients that enable your body to perform at optimal conditions, multiple Bay Area locations, or they will come to you as well. Replenish IV Solutions. Stay, say hello to uh, Stephen and Lisa Gunnan over there. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on their uh, offers for our radio and TV show family out there. Replenish IV Solutions. Look them up online. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. All right, we've got a hot property listing here in Tampa Bay. Uh, this property is located out in East Hillsborough County, 6513 South County Line Road, 6513 South County Line Road. you got 4.8 acres. Uh, you can build a home on this property. You can also have a separate outbuilding. This is listed right at $260,000, getting a lot of calls. We just did a $5,000 drop on it. Uh, buildable lot, five-acre lot, beautiful property. Right here in Tampa Bay, backs up to English Creek Preserve, Natural, Natural Springs located on the property, and easy access to major roads like I-4 as well. You can see all of our real estate listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Somewhere, somewhere, sunny and 75. All right, Shane Socash is the owner of 
David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin, and he is uh, somewhat of an, an investment uh, expert when it comes to the alternative investment opportunities. You look at people uh, shying away from the, you know some of the traditional. Uh, of course, you can't have a money market account anymore that, that pays an average you know of zero point zero basically. And then you look at some of the other options. Uh, of course, real estate is a big one we like, and real estate's awesome. And uh, precious metals we just talked about, uh, but there's also uh, some some nice stones, some other opportunities. You do design work over there as well, Shane? Yeah, we do all those things. We don't really look at them as investment opportunities. Uh, you know, it's more of a retail product. Uh, if you're looking to have jewelry designed or looking for an engagement ring, um, you know, these are things that hold some value, but don't look at them as something that's going to grow and you're going to have a, a good uh, return on. It's it's primarily like if, if, if a diamond dealer is telling you that this is an investment and, you know, you're going to get great growth, they're not being completely and totally honest with you. Right. Well, yeah. I think more now people are more or less just looking for something that's going to hold value. You know, it just seems like the dollars we had in our wallet in January uh, are not the same dollars that we have here halfway through the year. Boy, I, I believe that's true. And it seems like it's going to get worse moving forward as the sobering reality of uh, COVID bailouts and, and that type of thing uh, eventually start to creep in. Right now, we're not really seeing that completely yet. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a delayed response. And, you know, they're pushing a lot of that money into the stock market. Of course, they like to favor their tech stocks uh, so they can, you know, give their give their uh, all their friends in big tech a, a, a nice uh, boost on their stock pricing. But uh, I want to talk about some of the success stories as well, because over the years, I know you've had some interesting stories come through and people that are uh, fine. I remember one time you said on the show something about they found a box in their backyard and it had all this great stuff in it. Can you tell us something unique like that? You know, so we've had fantastic stories over the years. I think the one where, where mom and son dug up over the course of months, you know, a quarter million dollars worth of silver and gold right here in St. Peter, Petersburg uh, in their backyard after dad died. They got to thinking and scratching their head. I know dad had some gold coins and they used a metal detector and found it and brought in filthy bags of of nearly rusted together silver and gold we've had situations that we had an operator of a car wash um call us up uh, a few years back she said that she had gone to get change for for the change machine at her car wash and she asked us how much a silver quarter was worth and we told her i think it was probably five or six dollars at the time and she said wait like every quarter is worth five or six dollars and i said yes she said the bank just gave me you know 20 rolls of silver quarters uh for change in my you know for my car wash i said bring them down <laughs> you know? so we we see lots of little things uh you know the little ones almost become invisible anymore now it takes something uh really kind of uh cataclysmic to catch our attention yeah, yeah. that's interesting and you work with attorneys also that help you they you're doing estate sales with or uh, they bring some of their goods to you yeah, exactly. If they're handling the estate of a client that passes away and they're settling it out, uh, they need somewhere to go with the jewelry uh, and the coins and, and this type of thing. And uh, frequently, uh, more often than not, they end up here, uh, at least for one bid. And, and so we do a lot of that, buying big estates uh, from attorneys um, uh, as well as appraising estates and that type of thing, yes. Yeah. 
Interesting. So you are located right in Pinellas County, Central Avenue, St. Petersburg. People can stop by and talk to you and meet you and bring in their jewelry if they're selling stuff. You sell, buy, in, and uh, I guess maybe some trade? Yeah, all the above. You know, it never hurts to check the reviews online and check our reviews against our competitors. Come in. Uh, you know, we're really, we're really kind of winning. We're really kind of loved in the community. So That's awesome. Yep. Very cool. David Reynolds, Jewelry and Coin, Shane Socash on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, what else is topical, my friend? I'm trying to see if we missed anything. or if there's You know, again, I go back to the Type 2 Silver and Gold Eagles. That's the big conversation in our world right now. Uh, it's the, big, the, the first change ever and, the, and the, uh, only changed since 1986. Uh, so a lot of people are excited about that. And then other than that, we're selling a lot of bullion and, and we're doing a lot of services. And we're just kind of firing on all cylinders here. That was one of my questions that brought that jogged my memory there. When you're looking at you're watching TV sometimes and these commercials pop up about buying gold, buying, you know, different um, coins or, or things. Don't you have to be careful that sometimes they'll sell you a certificate that says, oh, you have claim to this gold, but they're not actually giving you the product. There's there's two different uh, situations that we deal with. One are what I believe to be legitimate sources that sell paper uh, based on gold. And I don't have personal experience with that. It seems like those are legitimate things, uh, although you own nothing physical. Um, so I would be a little weary. The other thing is is the, the, the advertising uh, in papers and magazines and, and uh, radio where they're going to sell you gold, actual physical gold, at a fantastic price. And, and mm-hmm. you call up and they give you the heavy sell and and the next thing you know, you know, you're getting ripped off. Like at the very least, make note of what they want to sell you, and then call us um, because they really, really are horrible. Uh, uh, you know, there are bad companies out there where they're selling you something for three thousand that will sell you for two thousand. Right. Yep. Got to be careful. Work with the good folks and the people that you trust here locally in Tampa Bay. Shane Socash, David Reynolds, Jewelry and Coin. Appreciate you joining us again. Thank you, Brandon. My pleasure. Take care. All righty. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break here, but when we come back, we've got Rusty Tweed in the house. He's the founder of Mold Zero. You've heard Brandon Faust on the program. Uh, you've, you've heard uh, Sarah Schneider, I believe, on the program uh, over the years. Uh, Rusty is the founder of Mold Zero. We're going to talk about how this company came about and some of the other uh, factors affecting uh, potential mold in the home. Mold is a silent killer. Stay with us when we come back right here on the program. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rhymes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed 
atmosphere and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550. 813-750-0550. Cleaning Commandos Consumer Quarterback Show. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us here on The Consumer Quarterback Show. Every day we'd like to tell you something good in our feel-good story of the day. And we've got a positive story. You used to call. Tell me something good. All right, so California Creek bed was a wildfire risk, and then beavers went to work. So this California floodplain that looked like it was going to be a wildfire risk uh, had come back to life thanks to the the nature's engineers. So seven years ago, these ecologists here looking into restore Dottie Ravine in Lincoln, California. They had to choose between spending over a million dollars bringing in heavy equipment and trying to do a more natural approach, and then they went with the second option, which they turned it over to the original flood manager to do the work. That's the beaver. So the the creek bed altered by decades of agricultural use uh, looked like a uh, risk it looked like it was a big risk and then it came in faster and beavers went to work so it was insane it was truly awesome said uh, Lynette Bott a conservation director of Placer Land Trust who owns and maintains the Dottie Ravine Preserve it went from dry grassland to totally revegetated pot trees popping up willows uh, wetland plants of all types uh, different meandering streams channels across about 60 acre floodplain uh, so it's pretty cool they said the restoration biologist from the u.s wild fish and wildlife services who led the project said uh, he predicted the Dottie ravine project would take a decade to reconnect the stream to the floodplain uh, but to his surprise it was restored in just three years and one crucial thing that we have to remember is that beavers have been here for a very long time and that was said by Elias Grant. They understand water flow paths. So pretty cool. They saved a lot of money by not bringing in the heavy equipment, and the beavers did it naturally. So pretty neat. All right, welcome in Rusty Tweed, founder, Mold Zero. Welcome in. Great, thanks. All right, so let's let's jump right into it. When you look at uh, a lot of people, you know, when it comes to real estate, there's so many moving parts to a home. They got the the different systems of the home, the roof, the AC, and then they got this thing called mold that sometimes grows. And there's a lot of misconceptions around that, around mold. Exactly, and and you know, the bottom line is mold's everywhere. It's just part of our world. You know, we always tell people, look, we've all done that experiment as a kid where you take a, a piece of bread get it wet and leave it overnight and come back and you see mold growing on it right so it's it's just part of our environment and there's a use for it because it's there to break down organic materials right um but when you're exposed to it on a continual basis it it can be very toxic and it depends on type of the mold depends on the person um but just to give you a little background on how i got into this yeah um my wife and i moved into a home back in 2002 which was our dream home it was a big beautiful mediterranean property we just loved it uh, but it was old. It was built in 1926. Wow. So we moved in it, and we were there, and my wife started having different uh, illnesses, different issues. Um, she already she always had had asthma, but it got worse. Um, we would go get some kind of handling from some doctor, usually a functional doctor or whatever. Uh, she would get better. Then something else came up. She was getting joint pains, 
another doctor went through that. And this kept going on for years. We've been through everything. I'm talking wow. about like we're gluten free, all organic, no GMO, no steroids, no probiotics. You know, I mean, it's just we've gone the whole route of, of everything you can think about having to do with uh, health. Yeah, yeah. I'm very healthy now. Right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, going through all this, it came up on a blood test. Uh, this was about seven years ago that my wife had uh, fungus in her blood. And fungus is, is mold. So then it led to, what the heck? Where, how could she possibly have mold in her blood? Yeah, you know? so that's it became, scary. It is. And so then we went, wow, it had to be you know in the house. And so we had our home tested, and we had no idea, like zero idea. Um, but when that mold test came back, it was bad, real wow. bad. And we had a lot of, uh, well, again, it's a very old home. You know, we had had several leaks in the in the roof since we had been there. Uh, you know, water runs behind the drywall. You don't know that it's back there even. Right. Um, we've had several pipes break. We had, a, you know, we have a two-story house. So the, uh, you know, the floor pan of the uh, shower was leaking at one point. We had oh, to have boy. that replaced. You know, just things like that that happened. Yep. And then when I did further research, there was a crawl space that I'd never been into the whole time we were in there. You know, almost 20 years. Crawl back there, and there's a big patch. There had been a, a line running uh, for overflow from the air conditioning on the second floor, but it ran into the basement. Oh, man. That line was not connected very well, and it was dripping. There was a three-by-three-foot patch of mold right there in the, right oh, the middle space. So in the end, we were loaded with mold. But then yeah. it's like and, – and that explained why she kept going through all these different issues physically because right. that exposure. And plus, she worked in the house. So not only were we living there, she's working there. Now, me, wow. I'm – in out of the house, I'm usually at my office, you know, outside of it. So I'm not in the house nearly as much as she was, but she's there a lot. And so it really compromised her immune system. Basically. Yeah. So then the question is, what do you do? Right. Right. So if you go through the normal um, mold remediation, you rip everything out, et cetera, et cetera. But one thing, and my, my wife used to be a nurse, so she's really into the whole health thing anyway. Yep. Um, the realization was mold gives off spores. Right. And even though you don't see those spores, they're landing in everything. And, and um, they will get sucked into the intake, you know, the return of your HVAC system, and it just blows through the entire premises. So you may have mold in the corner of some room, and this happens a lot when we're talking to people, oh, just get the mold out of that corner. What they don't realize is that that's been sitting there for a long time, ejecting these spores into, this, you know, into the space, and the entire... Um, portion of the building that's been serviced by that HVAC system is now contaminated. It's wow. just the way it is, right? Yeah. Now, for most people, that's probably not that big of a deal, but there's a certain percentage of people, my wife's one of them, that's hypersensitive to that. Mm. So how do you get rid of that? So we were doing a research. My wife's very good at doing this kind of stuff, and she stumbled on a company that had this dry fog technology, a big plus for it that really attracted us, that it was non-toxic. Yes. There is no after chemicals that, that can harm you in any way. You're not dumping anything down the drain. It's, it's totally organic. And so long story short, we had them treat our home and they treated several of our friends' properties as well to fantastic results. We nice. were just ecstatic about the change. Yeah, that's dramatic. awesome. So you created that technology. Now they're using it. You're using it with Mold Zero. Correct. And I, I actually bought the rights for it for, for Florida. And so away we go. We That was the start of it. Nice. Yeah. And and that's where, you know, we've had similar talks with uh, Brandon Faust on the program. He does a great job, you know, running the program, coming on the show as well. And, and you know, a lot of times people are getting referred by their doctors to Brandon now because they're like, wow, I, you know, we've eliminated almost every other possibility. You need to get your house checked with mold. 
Exactly. And, and that's really the angle that we started at was this whole health issue. Because like I said, you know, my wife and um, we promoted to doctors or doctors have found out about us somehow. And they, you know, they're treating someone for mold. Right. But if you don't get the source of what you're treating the person for, if they're constantly being exposed to mold right. in their home, then that's a problem. So then we will go in and do what we do to, to clean the environment. And, and our goal is to have uh, is to help people uh, with their health, make them a healthy, happy life through creating a, a very high quality, safe indoor air environment. Exactly. Yep. That's the key. So uh, moldzero.com, people can go on the website, find information there, moldzero.com. They can also have an in-home consultation. This is where Brandon will come out or the team will come out and just take a look through and see what, what they need to do. Correct, correct. They'll come in, and if they need to, they'll do tests. And they'll, they have, we have all the cool equipment now where we can track down where the dampness, because you have to have some form of dampness in order to have mold. So we right. have to track that down and eliminate the source of the dampness yes. before we can do anything, really. But yeah. we've got all the technology available that we can help a person track all that down and sort it out. Yeah. You know, we, we, my wife and I built, built our dream home on uh, you know, a lake here in Tampa Bay. And uh, just about probably six months ago, we had Mold Zero treat our whole house. Oh, good. I mean, it was a brand new build. And we're mm-hmm. like, wow, how do we have mold? This is crazy. So I guess apparently it started in the garage where there's you know no humidity or the humidity's setting in there. And then it kind of went yeah. through one of the vents. And I have a punching bag in the, in the gym. And you, know, you can see it right on top of the punching bag because it's a black punching bag. And it's like, okay, yeah, that looks like mold. Sure. And then, of course, it had gone through the uh, vent system. Yeah, yeah. And just a quick note on that. Um, you know, here it rains a lot. And it's obviously very damp. When you're building your home, if the if the uh, drywall or the uh, studs or whatever were sitting yeah. out and they got damp when yep. you're building the home, and then they put the drywall over top of it, yep. those studs are, are damp and they will grow mold. The, the, the mold loves a dark, damp environment. And so now we've gotten into some companies, you know, builders we're working with now, where we come in and we treat the home before they put the drywall up. Yes. And, and I feel like that's what should have been done. It, 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 I would highly recommend it in this yeah. environment for sure. Yeah. That's a challenge. Yeah. And especially with a lot of the rain too, even on the back, you know, the back of the night, you can see sometimes it feels, it seems like it's starting to grow back again on the outside because there's that rain that comes in and it's coming in like Forrest Gump sideways, you know? Right. And then, and then um, we do two steps to our process. The first step kills everything. The second step is a, a nanotechnology where we're coating everything with an antimicrobial. And so anything that lands on that surface for the next 90 days is guaranteed to be killed. Um, EPA is tested for 90 days, but we, we're confident it, it lasts well over a year. So we give a year warranty with our uh, with our treatments. Yeah, that's awesome. And when we were doing that, we also said, hey, let's go ahead and treat the actual system with the UV light product that goes on to the air handlers too. Correct. And, and, and we're constantly researching other technologies to add on to what we're doing. And so, yeah, that's one of the products because it's treating the air as it flows through. Because, again, you open your door, and especially if you're in a marshy area or whatever, which two-thirds of Florida, <laughs> you know, you're getting some damp air coming in with mold. Right. You can't get around it. Right. So we want to create um, other technologies along with what we're doing so that you can keep that and maintain your uh, your safe environment. Right. And if you just join us, we're talking with Rusty Tweed here. He's a founder of Mold Zero. You can check him out online, moldzero.com. And a lot of uh, contractors or even uh, air, air, air conditioning contractors have said, yeah, a lot of our homes are built too uh, airtight these days. They don't breathe enough. It seems like the homes have gotten built tighter over the years. So does that contribute to mold or is that is that a positive or is that? 
I mean, it could be plus or minus depending on how the system's set up in the home. Yeah. Um, the main thing is keeping the humidity low. Right. Like, like have some form of dehumidifier. Yes. You got to keep it below 60%. Once it gets over, in fact, I can tell you crazy stories of people that we've treated where they went away for two weeks, they yep. turned the air conditioner off, they didn't realize it or whatever, and they come back and the entire house is peach fuzz. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's actually happened. Yeah. From sitting there two weeks with high humidity. Yeah. And so that's probably the most important thing. Make sure that your HVAC system is, is um, serviced. You're changing the air filters continually. Yeah. And, and make sure you keep that humidity uh, low and the temperature below 80 degrees. Because, again, you know, a lot of people go away and just leave all that stuff off and come back. And it's it's a problem. It's yeah. a real mess. Especially folks that are coming in Florida and getting into real estate as a newbie in Florida. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're maybe from the northeast or, or whatnot. And they come down, they leave that air conditioning unit off. You know, the key is just leave it on at like, you know, 77, 78 degrees. Doesn't have to be right. where it's killing you on the electric bill. But at least the machine's running and it's pumping out that uh, that humidity, that wet air. Yeah, it keeps it keeps the humidity down and keeps it so that it it, it inhibits the growth. Exactly. They love the warm, damp, dark environment. They just love it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you can't clean it yourself because it'll spread so fast, right? A lot of times if you think about cleaning it and wiping it. Well, yeah. If you Google it, there's all kinds of things. Oh, yeah, get out your Clorox bleach mm-hmm. right, and do it. One thing you don't realize is the Clorox bleach will kill the mold. But when it gets hit with a toxic chemical, first of all, we don't want to use something that's toxic to start with. But second of all, that toxic chemical hits the mold and the mold wants to survive. Yes. So it spurts out all its spores. Right. So now you've loaded up the – and we've actually done tests where you can actually test the mold in the air minute by minute. When the, and, it, and it spikes when you wow. use something like Clorox bleach because the mold, like I said, just – ejects all these spores into the air and now they're everywhere and again it gets sucked into the air handling system and before you know it it's through the whole house and you don't see it yeah you don't see that's it a, and unless you're sensitive you don't realize that happened yeah it's a, a, a defense mechanism for the mold itself exactly all right hey good stuff thanks for joining us in studio rusty tweed mold zero founder here on the consumer quarterback show check them out online moldzero.com. you can also call the hotline 813 750 0550 call or text the hotline 813-750-0550 and we greatly appreciate you hanging out with us here on the consumer quarterback show and check us out online at brandon rhymes one on instagram and twitter consumer quarterback show page as well on facebook and youtube channel 1200 plus videos on our youtube channel and the podcast subscribe to the podcast consumer quarterback show podcast as well on itunes and we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness do something kind for another be a force for good in the community and we'll see you next time right here on the consumer quarterback show consumerqb.com you've been listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes whether it's real estate consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play contact brandon rhymes at 813-670-7372 that's 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the consumer quarterback show